Stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 34 and I am Tawny Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin, here to debunk the junk. Mm-hmm. BS stories, watch out. We're coming for you. Always. Always. Mm-hmm. No matter how many times you come at us, we now know we can throw you out. We are in it for the long haul. In it to win it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you never really quite win. You can win. Maybe maybe you win some moments. Win the moments. Maybe. Yeah, win I don't the know. moments. And mm-hmm. overall, it gets better, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's much, oh, yeah. much better to live that way. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome, everybody, to another episode. Uh, thank you so much if you're listening live uh, for doing so. If you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, thank you so much for doing it. And for subscribing, leaving comments, sharing with your friends. Same thing if you're watching on our YouTube channel. If you're watching today, you can tell that Tawny and I look like we're ready to hit the road on motorbikes yep, going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, thank you for doing that. And you can uh, check that channel out at breaking up with RBS as well. So last week we came in and just kind of said, what are we going to talk about? And of course we found plenty of plenty to talk about. And we ended up finishing with values and mm-hmm. taking a look at values. And mm-hmm. you'd said, um, and I'm paraphrasing, but you said when we can connect with our values, that's when we can really see where the story, when the stories come up, does that fit with a value or is this a value I, I don't really embrace, but I've been pressured to embrace or whatever. And that really cooked my noodle last week. I mean, right at the end of the show, I was like, I have no idea what to do with this. However, mm-hmm. thought about it a little bit since then, and I'm sure you have as well. So mm-hmm. when we're talking about values and everybody's values seem to be different, right? It's this loaded word, right? There's family values, personal values, right? Group values, national values, whatever. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what comes up for you with that? What do you think is important for us to understand about values for a discussion about it today and where it fits with the practice? Right. Okay. So for our purposes, we're talking about individual values mm-hmm. that are at the core of our self, right? Okay. So we're not talking about moral values. We're not talking about these are the values you should have. These are the good ones. These are the bad ones. We're not talking about any of that, no judgment. Okay, we're not right? assigning anything there. No, okay. not at all. And so when we think about values, we really start to kind of dig in and, and find, find you know, what, what the heck are values? We could think about things like, you know, self-awareness could be a value. Mm-hmm. Fairness could be a value. Um, self-regulation could be a value. Bravery could be a value. Kindness. Cur- courage, kindness, mm-hmm. love, compassion. You know, we could go on and on and on. Spirituality might be one for some folks mm-hmm. um, or, or all folks. Um, we So there's there's a long list of different sorts of values that we could kind of look at. Mm-hmm. Um, stability, security, mm-hmm. um, companionship, partnership, mm. um, family, you know, value of having a family. Sure. Or, you know, things like that, right? Okay. So when we know more about what is at our core around these, we get to use them sort of like as a map or a guide. Yeah. Because here's what happens is if I discover that I have a core value of bravery, for example, I want to have experiences in my life where I can put that in action Mm -hmm. because that's something I value. 
And when I'm able to put something I value in action, right, I'm stressed less. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So acting on those values is a way to really to pr- prevent a stress response, counter a stress response, or it ceases to be one that creates a stress response in it, a moment. Yeah. Well, if I don't know my values mm. and I'm just going through the motions, doing the thing that I learned to do because somebody told me I was supposed to do it and I keep, you know, butting my head up against, I keep doing this thing and I don't even really know myself. I just keep doing it and I'm probably stressed Mm -hmm. whether I'm, you know, distracting myself, avoiding and, and kind of like in that freeze Mm -hmm. or whether I'm like lashing out the fight or, or, or getting or cutting off relationships and getting the heck out of there. Flight. Yep. That's a stress response. And, and almost because I'm living out of alignment with what I value. With whatever those are, right. So yeah. it, it, stands, it stands to reason then, if I'm following this right, but the more you don't know your own values, <laughs> the more your responses are going to just take you where they go and you're going to disconnect from them even further. Yes. And in our culture of outcome is the thing that matters. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bring us closer <laughs> in awareness of what we actually value. Correct. Makes sense. It's actually backwards, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's the exact opposite, mm-hmm. right? Is then to connect with the value then would probably bring about an outcome that would be more <laughs> connected to those values. Yeah. yeah. And th- then therefore less stressful. Right. We would enjoy the process a whole lot more. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. I mean, that's, so that helps explain <laughs> a lot, actually. You know what comes up for me with that is we spend more and more time talking about values like in our workplace. Mm-hmm. Like when you, you know, if any of you have looked for a job recently and you're working with anybody who's helping you figure out like a career change or anything like that, you spend a lot of time talking about what do you value in the workplace? You know, uh, recognition, uh, praise, or um, working a collaboration, being left alone, right? Trusted to, do, to complete a project. Uh, being uh, completion-oriented or process-oriented. We do a lot more of that now. We don't do that as much for ourselves, though. Do we just... What is that? Are we assuming that the way we grew up is just that's what we've got or that they're unchangeable personal values? I think we put a lot of emphasis on our work identity. I can relate to that. So, and, and that... Great. That, that's good to, to kind of have some information about that, right? But when we're also thinking about our work identity, we're also thinking about how do I become successful? Mm. How do I get ahead? That's a dangerous zone for stories. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then are those values even really clear to you? Because if they're based off of, okay, if I have these values, then I may fit better into this culture. Or I may be seen as more successful, mm-hmm. or I may be seen as someone who has qualities that then gets the job. Mm-hmm. That says nothing about who you are mm-hmm. as a person. Right. And of course, then taking that further out, if I'm successful in the job, the next level of story is that's what I need to do in order to what? There could be a story there to feel less stressed, to feel more secure 
to be more valued by my family or my friends or my community. Which that's a, and that's a never-ending pursuit. Right. That's the standard. So we're being conditioned to look outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I then fit into this? It, it's, it, it's not a value discovery mm-hmm. internally while we connect to ourselves. It's a, how do I fit here? Yeah. And what values do I need to have to fit here? And it brings us back around to what we were talking about a few weeks ago, where then you become dependent on whatever's coming at you externally, which we can't control Yes, as much as we want to believe we can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then mentioning how we had it like last week, we tend to get it backwards and make it about outcome. And then the value is really where we should start. So what we're talking about is flipping this whole thing on its head by getting into the body, softening, starting there. What are my values? And then... Letting the letting those definitions emerge more transparently, more genuinely, more connectedly. We're going, yeah, we're going to just be clearer with them mm-hmm. if we're connected to ourselves first. Yeah, we're going to be clear around. Okay, this isn't. I don't. This isn't a value that's directed towards a particular outcome mm-hmm. necessarily. It's the value that is the process piece of how I want to experience my life <laughs> in the process. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Rather than the outcome itself. Hmm. Yes. So, for example, if I have a value of an outcome being, I want to win races. Maybe I want to start running and I want to win races. So that's an outcome. that winning of races. And then I have another value of, let's say, um, being with, maybe there's a, there's a, uh, a value of being with my family, a value of having security, a value of having some stability, um, a value of having free time and Mm. freedom. Okay. Okay. So you've got, you've got the, these values that you need some some flexibility mm-hmm. in your life, right? And you and that other people, your family, you want to give time to, for example. And then you have this other, you know, you really want to win races, right? Blending all of those might be a little complicated, mm-hmm. right? Because you also have you have a value of security too, which might require you to have a full time job. Work more rather than ha- and have less time to train for the races you right, want to win. Right. And then you want freedom too. And training to win races doesn't offer a lot of freedom, right? right? So none of this is wrong or bad, mm-hmm. right? It just then can be confusing in a lot of ways if we don't, if we're not aware of this. How do we balance everything? Yeah. Do we just go for the outcome of the races and then we're not giving time for the rest of our values? And then how are we going to feel? Mm-hmm. we're going to be in our stress response probably more often and we're not going to know why. Yeah, yeah. And we're and that makes sense, okay, particularly if we haven't named those. Mm-hmm. If we're not aware we have yes. these six value pieces that are all trying, we're all trying to fit together and mesh, to, mesh together, if we're not even aware of that, we're just, we're just going to be, we're going to be befallen to the winds of whatever's blowing us around mm-hmm. with those things. And it can be easy, I guess, to assume that, you know, the, we have the values of generally speaking, you know, being kind, being connected to family, and we'll just sort of work out. It'll just work out. Mm-hmm. 
Let me just throw my, let me throw this. This is what I feel like doing right now. So let me throw this against the wall and everything else will either have to wait or everything else will work out. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is a sense of like um, those, you know, more predominant sort of taken for granted kind of mm-hmm. values we're all supposed to have as human beings that those are just going to naturally happen. We're not going to have to actually have intentions around that. Right. We don't have to they're, cultivate them. Right. They're just going to happen. And if they don't happen, well, then you might be a bad person. Mm-hmm. Right. So so that's the part of to be in alignment with what actually fits for us at our core. Mm-hmm. It does take a little bit of know, know-how first or knowing that what's there yeah. and then also intending to be in alignment. Mm. That's big. So going into anything with the intention of being aligned with those and, and with that, it would seem if you're coming from a place of presence, you would be then be aware that it does require some investment in these other things to the intention of connecting with those things. So rather than like a family, just to take your example, if, if connecting with family is important, but winning races means you have to be training to be aware of, look, in any given moment, I'm going to have to give one to the other. Nobody in the family is training with me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be taking time from one to give to the other. Being aware of that is the beginning of, you know, and the intention to do both, figuring out how best to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And integrating that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because otherwise the danger becomes, well... My family knows this is important to me and they want me to succeed. So I'm just going to go do this. And that leaves a whole lot of assumptions about that other piece. And you end up neglecting that because there's no intention. Okay. And then later on in your life, you wish you would have done things different. Mm, Regret. Yeah. Right. So we don't have to (laughs) wait for regret to do things differently. Mm -hmm. But it does take us finding out more about ourselves it does. And then ask, and from a place of presence and intention, maybe you're looking at those because you listed, I think, five or six. Mm-hmm. There might be one too many in there. Well, there, there might be, there might not be, but having clarity around in a particular moment, one might pop up more clearly than okay. the other, right? Because I think the reality is we have several different values we might have 20, 30 different values mm. in our life that we prioritize. Well, we, we naturally utilize some of them and maybe not others. Mm-hmm. But if we're not, um, if we're not, if we're in st- stressed because we're not experiencing that particular one, like I was talking about with bravery, mm-hmm. that tells us that's a one. That is, even though we might not be utilizing it right now. It is one, right. It is one, right. Yeah. So then it's more around how to kind of be fluid with this. And in okay. any given moment, okay, you might choose one or the okay. other. Okay. So not so much are you maxing yourself out. It's to what degree can you flow between them and be okay with recognizing that on this day, these ones, these ones got more than the other one did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And in, in different moments call for different things too. That's true. Like bravery doesn't call every <laughs> moment of the day. Right. <laughs> Luckily. Luckily, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily we are, yeah. That'd be rough. That would be rough. That would be rough. But but if it did, right, like th- there would be times in my li- our lives, my life, that would probably call for it quite a bit more. Oh, yeah. And if I just avoided and distracted myself from it, 
because I was unaware that this was important to me. Mm-hmm. And I learned to sort of be helpless in those situations mm-hmm. or I let myself be helpless. I would be internally conflicted. Yeah. And therefore I would stressed. be irritated. Yeah. I, and and we probably are seeing a little bit of that <laughs> right now. These days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff coming at us. Mm-hmm. You know, there there is just with <clears throat> everything from pandemic to you know changing global situations. I mean, whenever you're listening to this, chances are all of that will still be on the table. You just pick your spot. Yeah, you know? yeah. And and there is that. You know, and then all the technological changes and social changes and generational changes and yeah. and you know when I put my historian hat on and 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 think about how we'll look back on this this time or people after us will look back on this time. They'll recognize a time of real revolutionary change in a lot of things. Everything from technology to how we see ourselves to what we know about ourselves, what we know about the universe. There's a lot of stuff out there. And that if and if we're disconnected from our values, those things that matter to us, if we don't even know what they are, boy, we're gonna be blown around by whatever emotional response we're having to any of those things. Yeah, where's our anchor? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's <laughs> Boy, that's key. And so it seems like then maybe what we're what we're oftentimes missing is maybe what we're suggesting is a lot of people don't know what their anchors are. I would agree with that. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that we learn. Yeah. What our anchors are. It's it's like you're just supposed to kind of know. Right. Or you're given them, you know, like, you know, growing up, you know, for me, church mm-hmm. was was, you know, supposed to be an anchor. School, do well in school. That's an anchor. Uh, be kind to other people. That's an anchor. Uh, those types of things. And all of those, you know, for some people, all of those work fine, you know, or go back and forth or they look different then, but they all look different for me now. Right. And I think internally, though, from person to person to person, the, just just church, school, and kindness, underneath that is a more descriptive or oh. several different values yeah. that are very descriptive underneath that that would get them closer to what connects them to themselves. Got it. Got it. Okay. So if I was going to go deeper under those. Hmm. Um, for me, what I still really connect with from those is uh, I love to learn and knowledge, knowing what's going on in the world, and to share that mm-hmm. in my own ways has value to me. Being spiritually connected with something larger than myself, whether that's a larger deity or other people or just, you know, a sense of spiritual connection, that's important to me. Uh, kindness is a value to me, you know, as, as best as possible to be kind and, and to figure out a way to do it without being a doormat, <laughs> you know, yeah. at my own expense. Okay. That's a little deeper. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because that love of learning for you has been a theme throughout and sharing that information has been a theme in several different contexts for you throughout your life. If you, for some reason, had to stop learning and stop sharing, what would be happening for you? Oh, man, that would be really stressful Um, and uh, really destabilizing. It'd be really challenging for me Uh, because I'm always, I think I'm always asking questions, right? And sometimes I get to the point where I've, answered a bunch of questions and I'm no longer really inter- I've answered those questions. What are my what are my next questions? You're on to new ones. I'm on to new ones, right? <laughs> I'm on to new ones. Okay, that makes that makes sense. 
Okay, so getting under those things. So yeah, that because that took us away from the the values, quote unquote, that we often hear into that. Okay, that's what matters to me. Okay. Yeah, we want to feel these values, mm-hmm. right? And and the overarching, you know, church, school, work, whatever. Right. Those those aren't really close to us. They're yeah. just sort of terms. Yeah, they're the, the maybe the vehicle in certain cases, or maybe the framework we learn them in, or or whatever. And of course, sure. those are never static either. Exactly. Right? Yeah. As much as we like to, pr- we sometimes tell us they need to be. Mm-hmm. Right. These things need to be bedrock and need to be unchanging. Yeah. Uh, that's just not, that isn't reality. And that's the, so here we are then getting at reality is connecting with our core. Connecting mm-hmm. with ourselves is what is real. Mm-hmm. We will continue to change and shift and ebb and flow. But if we stay connected to what, you know, these, these values or these characteristics or strengths about ourselves that we know to be what gives us our lifeblood. Mm-hmm. Then, then when all of these other external structures are changing, we, we are able to be a little bit more resilient to yeah. the external changes. That anchor. Mm-hmm. We don't get, you know, the waves may come, but the ship is anchored. And so mm-hmm. it's just going to really, only on that perimeter of the chain will it, mm-hmm. will it float. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wonder then what comes up for me now is then, okay, say, say you have all that, right? And you start connecting more with those values and... Um, what does it mean when you have people in your life who maybe have similar ones? I think the assumption is we have to we have to gravitate or we should gravitate to the people who have similar ones. There's a bullshit. Exactly. That's why I was smiling when I said it. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a story we get that we, and that things will actually be easier for us if we gravitate towards people that have similar views or similar values. Is that true? I mean, because from a connection point of view, on these and underlying values would seem to me that would open up possibilities for connecting with other people in different ways and maybe with more depth underneath those those things that tend to divide us am i right in that does that make sense um because what does it do if it change you know in a relationship if you start doing this work and you realize that you you've had values in your relationships that you don't really hold and those are changing for you and you're connecting more with those. And and we are changing all the time. Right. Right. And so first step is when we don't know our values at all, we're going through the motions. When we start to discover them, we may find that you know, if if our partner discovers them too, that would be great. But we <laughs> but but you know, if they don't discover them, yeah. right? But we may find that we discover values that that it doesn't matter so much about finding out about our partners yeah, <laughs> because it's working, it's working in ways that fit our values. Yeah. Okay. And right? if you're connecting around several of them that you maybe didn't connect about before. Right. So that's, that's the good. part of, I think what happens is, is we learn, we, we start to learn something and then we want to take it further before we actually experience it for ourselves. <laughs> I mean, these questions come up all the time. Well, what about that guy? <laughs> right? Well, how do I teach it to my kid? Well, how you know, before we're yeah. even experiencing for ourselves mm-hmm. what it means for us to be connected. So I don't know if it's as simple as like, yes, we do better if we have similar values. I think that's that's the song and dance. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying that 
that, that certainly in, in some circumstances, yes. I don't know that most of us have these huge, wide gaps of differing values necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think that it gets um, put into boxes. Yeah. 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 And then that's how we understand things because then that's more simplified as opposed to really dialing in and understanding ourselves first. Yeah. Without then turning it into what do I do with it? What does this mean for my relationship or my kids or my job, my career path? Just experiencing it. And then that will open up. Mm-hmm. Right. But but we often want to externalize everything and take it out even further. Yeah. And put things in boxes to be able to simplify and understand. All the while our stories are running amok up here. Mm-hmm. And we're stressed out. Mm-hmm. It's not helping us to take it out further. Right. Because that brings us back to the danger point that we've talked about before of wanting to control what happens next. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here reflecting on when, when of my, my, the moments where I felt most connected to me and others is when I'm really not spending time going, what does this mean for this, <laughs> for this conversation, for this relationship? For this job project, whatever it might be, I'm at, <laughs> feel at my best when I'm not asking all those. Right. When you're just just connected in it, just connecting. Yeah, yeah. And and of course, in any relationships that we have, we may not be connecting over the same values every single time in the same way. And so, you know, and there's certain ones that when you connect with people in certain ways, it it allows for a lot of people to just be different. Mm-hmm. I find I find myself more accepting. I think of of people's differences and that not everybody does things the way that I do or should do or, you know, it's, yes. <laughs> and I'm, and I know for a fact that I feel better about myself that way than I did before. Mm-hmm. You know, my hope is, is that, you know, the, the people that I'm connected with, you know, experience that too, like a, a more authentic or more, uh, more depth, I should say, less mm-hmm. not authentic, but more depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's that. just, it's, it's more connecting, less to have to problem solve. And think about yeah yeah uh, I had a had a friend mention to me not too long ago they were experiencing me as a lot more comfortable in my own skin than they were mm-hmm. used to and that was awesome mm-hmm. because not only was it awesome to hear it was awesome to go check in with myself and go yeah I think that's generally true <laughs> you know and isn't it so funny that we can feel that uh-huh. of another person like yeah. we can feel uh-huh. those subtle tones oh yeah yeah Oh yeah, and and the subtle shifts, you know. I'm I'm I've found myself more aware of those shifts in people, um, and I'm sure that we could delineate out four four key points that lead to that. But it's it's not even about that. It's like whoa, okay, something just shifted, mm-hmm. or oh, noticing that, mm-hmm. but then not necessarily needing to do anything about it, mm-hmm. just noticing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it sounds to me like values, knowing those. You know, we talk so much about being able to identify emotions, what, what emotions we're feeling. That has value, obviously, too, to know when you're sad, you mm-hmm. know. But boy, the values piece is huge, isn't it? Yeah, it's our, it's our map. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't talked about it yet. We're talking about it now. Um, but we'll maybe talk about it some more, you know, as we move forward. Um, I, I think it's a fundamental part. Yeah. Um, and and there's a there's a lot of great. We'll be rolling out some things where you're going to learn a little bit more about the these mm-hmm. values. I know we keep teasing this. for sure. 
um, and that's coming. <laughs> so um, don't worry if you're not sort of like feeling like you've got this value thing figured out. Yeah. You're going to have you, an opportunity. And if you need a plan, if you need a map, if you need like a process, there's some things coming that might help yes. you with that <laughs> rather than just us talking about it yes. for 27 minutes yeah. every week. Yeah. Freely, just not making any sense. Maybe. All right. Well, there, there's more coming. So so pay attention to that. If you would like to stay up to date on all of that, please join our Facebook group. Look us up at Breaking Up With Our BS and you can get all that info between episodes without having to wait for it. Uh, and certainly, uh, please subscribe and leave comments uh, if you can at your favorite podcast provider, uh, and certainly join and subscribe to our YouTube channel at breaking up with our BS mm-hmm. and there'll be, we'll have more information coming on all yeah. this. So yeah. And you're JDK Winnikin and you're Tawny Santabria yeah. we'll as always. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're-